a canopy of pines on the eastern lake shore with the beauty outside at the end of the road off the edge of the dock in all four seasons it's table talk This story begins with the words from littlefreelibrary.org, and I quote, In 2009, Todd Bowl of Hudson, Wisconsin, built a model of a one-room schoolhouse. It was a tribute to his mother. She was a teacher who loved to read. He filled it with books and put it on a post in his front yard. His neighbors and friends loved it, so he built several more and gave them away. Rick Brooks saw Bowles' do-it-yourself project while they were discussing potential social enterprises. Together, the two saw opportunities to achieve a variety of goals for the common good. They were inspired by community gift-sharing networks, take-a-book-leave-a-book, collections in coffee shops and public spaces, and most especially by the philanthropist Andrew Carnegie. You might remember that at the turn of the 20th century, Carnegie set a goal to fund the creation of 2,508 free public libraries across the English-speaking world. That same goal inspired Brooks and Bowl to set their own goal, to surpass 2,508 little free libraries by the end of 2013. They wound up exceeding that goal in August of 2012, a year and a half before their target date. By 2010, the name Little Free Library was established, and the purpose of these Little Free Library book exchanges became clear, to share good books and bring communities together. The first official Little Free Library outside of the Hudson area was put on a bike path in Madison in the summer of 2010. Within a few months, thousands of people had seen the library. As Bowl and Brooks continued to give away little libraries with wooden charter signs engraved with official charter numbers, curiosity and demand for more libraries grew. The movement centered on the enthusiasm of early adopters and stewards, who were crucial advocates. Some small grants and informal partnerships began to have an impact on Little Free Library's ability to keep up with demand. The year 2011 brought national media attention, and by the end of the year, there were nearly 400 Little Free Libraries in existence. That number would skyrocket to over 4,000 libraries by the end of 2012, the same year in which Little Free Library became a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization. In 2013, Little Free Library was honored to receive the Innovations in Reading Prize from the National Book Foundation, and Bowl and Brooks were bestowed with the Movers and Shakers Award from the American Library Association, highlighting them as thought leaders in the library industry. In 2014, Brooks retired from Little Free Library. The organization continued to grow and receive national media attention with features in prestigious publications such as the New York Times, Washington Post, NBC Nightly News, USA Today, The Chronicle of Philanthropy, 
Reader's Digest, and many more. 2015 marked the debut of the Little Free Library book, written by Margaret Aldrich and published by Coffeehouse Press. In October, Little Free Library was awarded the Library of Congress Literacy Award for its effective implementation of best practices in literacy and reading promotion. With 2016 came the Little Free Library Festival. Thousands of people gathered in Minnehaha Park in Minneapolis on May the 21st, 2016 to celebrate the joys of reading and sharing books. Sadly, on October 18, 2018, Todd Bowl passed away from complications of pancreatic cancer. He remained dedicated to Little Free Library's mission in his last days, saying, I really believe in a Little Free Library on every block and a book in every hand. I believe people can fix their neighborhoods, fix their communities, develop systems of sharing, learn from each other, and see that they have a better place on this planet to live. Little free libraries have continued to grow by leaps and bounds every year. In 2020, the number of registered little free libraries surpassed 100,000 in more than 100 countries worldwide. End quote. Here, closer to home, we are part of this global movement. We have two little free libraries, what we have referred to as book trading posts in the communities of Suneros and Nestor Falls. With the much-needed help of the Kenora and Lake of the Woods Regional Community Foundation, the township of Suneros was able to add two little free libraries to the map. And there are more. You can find little free libraries in and around the city of Kenora and the greater Lake of the Woods region. Stewards take care of these little free libraries and share information on social media platforms. Care and attention is given to special days and months that advocate for and promote a love of reading. Books are wrapped and these special gifts are curated to support larger, more global events, such as I Love to Read Month, every year in the month of February. So you see, here on the shores of Lake of the Woods, There is an experience to be shared with the Little Free Libraries. Denizens of the woods come out to shift shape a new appreciation for reading, and in so doing, together we create a pathway to literacy. Thank you to each and every steward who believed in the words and ideas of Todd Bowl. It seems to me that this truly is a nod to the tenet, that everything I needed to know I learned in kindergarten. The examined life is no picnic. There is no panacea, but there are books, and in reading, we find ways to leave the real world behind, to read, and to imagine. The writer and the illustrator have created a place, and only you are invited. And all, take a book and leave a book, remembering that when you go out into the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands, and stick together. There is a rumble of thunder outside. The clouds are rolling in. I think I will go and close the patio doors. And then when the rain starts, I am going to find a comfy chair and start to read Walden's Pond. Fence wild and the world 
a canopy of pines on the eastern lake shore with the beauty outside at the end of the road off the edge of the dock in all four seasons it's table talk before i sign off i want to recognize the team who makes this podcast possible my hats off to bill stunden our trusted and talented tech producer for the music that cues the beginning and end of the podcast, a shout out to Red Moon Road, the ubiquitous fun folk band of Daniel, Sheena, and Daniel. Yes, there really are two Daniels. Wanda Cable and Marianne Mooring, thank you both for always giving me the courage to create and for cheering me on from the sidelines. Last but not least, the township of Suneros Nestor Falls for greenlighting this project and for making it entirely possible. Let Table Talk with D. Lysak be an offering at your kitchen table, early in the morning or late in the evening, bridging divides and welcoming new perspectives. If you happen to be enjoying the podcast in the company of friends and family while sipping on a neat Irish whiskey, all the better. And on that note, I want to thank you for listening and for sharing your time with me.